Well, hello everybody. Today we're talking about treasure and a treasure map. Now, you may have heard about star maps before, and they show the addresses of uh, celebrities. You can drive by all their fancy houses in a big city and see where they live. Well, today I want to talk about a different kind of a star. A star which is actually a map itself. It's a treasure map to the greatest star in the cosmos. He is a person, the most glorious person in the universe. Um, he came to the world and he should have been recognized as the greatest celebrity in the world, but instead he was despised and rejected and crucified and killed on a cross and uh, by the ones that uh, he came to reveal himself to for their pleasure and his glory. But this story is not just about death. It's about great joy also. Uh, let's go to it then. Um, most of us have heard the Christmas story, how lowly shepherds watch over their flock by night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them. After that, a multitude of, of, of heavenly hosts praised God, worshiped him. I just want to highlight a few verses today. We'll begin in Luke 2 verse 10. And the angel said this to the shepherds, um, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which shall be for all the people. This night the shepherds received the greatest news ever heard by human ear in the history of the world. It was that they might have joy, not just joy, but great joy, and not just joy for the sake of joy. We all seem to seek that sometimes. No, it was for the sake of the treasure uh, that they were told of. You might say the angel gave this the shepherds a treasure map because he gave them directions to the greatest treasure in the universe. And the Bible says the shepherds were in the same region as Bethlehem, so maybe just that means a, a few miles outside of town, possibly. And the angel told them to go there, go to Bethlehem. And, and so how did the shepherds respond to this, um, this good news? Did they believe the angel? Picking up in verse 16, and they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. So the, the greatest treasure in, in the universe had arrived and they responded. How? With belief, delight, and obedience. They went with haste. They ran to find this treasure. But they also responded in other ways, didn't they? they not only did they worship God with great joy, but they also told others about what they had seen and heard about the long-awaited Messiah and how he had arrived. Verse 17 begins, And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. 20, And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, as it had been told them. 
So they responded uh, with joy and worship and also by telling others. Now, later on, wise men came from the east. They had likely traveled hundreds of miles, maybe seven, eight, nine hundred miles. It may have taken them a year, maybe a lot longer than that. Um, it's possible they had heard or studied the works of, of Daniel the prophet who, be, who came before them and who lived in the east in the Persian Empire. And God had given him a timeline of the Messiah and when he would come. Nevertheless, though they they came from much from much further away than the shepherds did, um, somehow God had also given them a map to find the greatest treasure in the universe, a star map, if you will. And so they followed the star which God told them to. Matthew 2, 9, and, it, and behold the star that they had seen when it rose, went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. There's that word again, joy, great joy. So like the shepherds, the wise men also rejoiced with great joy. And, and when we are given eyes to see Jesus as the greatest treasure in the universe, then we're going to choose Jesus over the promises of the world, and he's going to give us great joy. Verse 11 says, In going into the house, speaking of the wise men, they saw the child with Mary his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Then, opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold, and frankincense, and myrrh. So again, the wise men carried great worldly treasures with them, and with great joy, they laid them before Jesus. Not treasure in the world, they received the greatest treasure in the universe, and that was Jesus. So, so now, in closing, let's fast forward about 30 years. In Mark chapter 10, a rich young ruler came to, to the same Jesus, born in Bethlehem. Um, did he come like the shepherds? And the wise men seeking the greatest treasure in the universe? Um, we'll see. He asked Jesus what he must do to inherit eternal life. That sounds pretty good. But I'm not sure he actually knew what eternal life was. What is eternal life? Eternal life is, is being connected to God. Having fellowship with him. Being accepted by him. That's true life. But we can only do that through Jesus Christ. This same Jesus born in Bethlehem lived a perfect life and just like the prophets uh, foretold. And so we can be accepted by God and he gives us his goodness if we delight in him as the greatest treasure. Greater than anything the world offers. What's that? Uh, success? Um, friends? Popularity? Power? Lust? Pornography? Wealth, lots of stuff, long life, health. But the young ruler apparently treasured something else. Um, he thought there was something else he could do to get eternal life. Uh, 
if he was just good enough. He told Jesus how he was the keeper of commandments of Moses. And uh, Jesus named off a few of the Ten Commandments. He said, yeah, I've kept these. And, but can anybody tell me what the first commandment is of the Ten? Exodus 23 says, you shall have no other gods before me. Do you think this young man had uh, possibly put some kind of God in his life before the one true God? Well, you know, Jesus knew what the greatest treasure in this man's life was. And in Mark 10, 21, he says, Jesus, and Jesus looking at him, loved him and said to him, you lack one thing, go sell all that you have and give it to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven and come follow me. This young man was rich. What do you think he did? Mark 10, 22 says, Disheartened by the saying, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. That's sad. He missed out on the greatest treasure in the universe because he made his earthly possessions his treasure, all his money, all his wealth. And did he find joy like the shepherds and the wise men? No. Did he find the great joy promised by the angel? No. The Bible says he went away sorrowful. Now, I want to, as far as the the text goes here today, and uh, my exhortation of it, I want to lead the last word to God. I want to read one verse. It's a parable that Jesus told, and then I'll pray. And here's what Jesus said in Matthew 13, verse 44. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and covered up. Then in his joy, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Father God, thank you for your word, Lord. Um, Thank you for giving us eyes to see you as the greatest treasure in the universe, Lord. Um, thank you for being our delight. Our, uh, you're the promise made back in Genesis chapter 3 after Adam and Eve failed. Through the seed of the woman, through the offspring of the woman, one would come who would not fail, um, who would do what Adam and Eve and all their descendants, including me, Lord, um, have not been able to do. And that was live righteous life, Lord. And Jesus came, the Messiah was born in Bethlehem. He lived a perfect life. And he had righteousness that uh, he was willing to impute um, to all who would delight in him as the Messiah, uh, as their only hope. Yes, Jesus, your son, Lord, he, he, uh, he came, lived a perfect life, and then he died a sinner's death. He died our death for us. He was paid the wages of our sin on the cross. And, uh, and so, Lord, that we might again be righteous. And, and, Lord, he went further. He rose from the grave and he gave us power over sin in our life. The same power they're raising from the day, grave, to live victorious lives over sin, Lord. Help us to do that. Help us to walk in your spirit, Lord. And then, Father, in his resurrection, Lord, um, you, you will raise us up again to be with him as he was raised, Lord incorruptible, uh, without sin, uh, 
to be with you forever, Lord. Thank you for that, Lord. This is the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ for all who believe, Lord. Lord, thank you for giving us, like I said, eyes to see your beauty and and and, and you and why you are actually giving good news, Lord. Maybe there's some somebody here today, Lord, or that is listening that um, that recognizes for the first time, Lord, that you're good news and they're rejoicing. And they're delighting in you. They're resting in you. They're turning to you. They're calling on you, Lord. And, and Lord, just just give them uh, give them peace, Lord. And thank you for enlightening their eyes to see you as the greatest treasure in the universe. In Jesus' name, Amen.